welcome to the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dalkus, your host, and every week I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons that they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two moms parent in the same way. We should celebrate that and learn from one another. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. And if you like what you hear, please share the show with a friend. Hey, everybody. This is the last episode of December before we take a little break and then resume in January with brand new episodes. I'm so excited for that. But today I want to revisit some of the best moments from 2021 on the Extraordinary Moms podcast. And because there's just so many episodes now and the archives run deep, there may be episodes that you don't remember, didn't listen to or didn't know you'd be interested in at the time. And I totally get it. That's what happens when your archives are really deep. And so today I wanna highlight some best moments from episodes during the past year, some snippets from extraordinary moms who I just want to thank again. Everybody that has participated in being on the show, your stories, the lessons you've learned, your willingness to share, your vulnerability, it just has blown me away and humbled me so greatly to be able to be the recipient of these stories. And I know that you all listening have felt the same way. I mean, aren't these ladies so brave? They absolutely are. And I've learned so much from them. And even when our stories are very different, it is really extraordinary what we can learn from one another. And so I'm grateful to everyone that has been on the show in 2021. And so today, let's just revisit some of the best moments from 2021. And then, of course, at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com, I'm going to link you to the full episode. So if any of these pique your interest, you can go back and listen to the full episode with these extraordinary ladies. Alrighty, first up is my episode with Leanne Barlow, and she is somebody that had long been on my list of people that I wanted to interview. We both have four boys, and so I felt like we had a lot in common, and really, she's just an extraordinary mom. I enjoyed her so, so much, and she's even more down-to-earth and wonderful than I could have ever hoped for, but we talked about the extreme difference between having your first versus having you know, subsequent children. And in this case, we're talking about our fourth babies and the difference between our expectations, our rigidity, our flexibility, our ability to roll with it, and how that progression of being able to let go a little bit more as we had more kids, how that really served us. So let's hear from Leanne about what she said about that. I have noticed from one to three I used to think, like, I'm like a kid's person. I was like a teacher, and I just thought, like, I should be able to, to fix their problems, and I was, you know, I'd read the parenting books, and I should be able to, like, if I do this, they do this. And with my first, I just remember, like, sobbing, like, why won't you stop crying? And the by, book says this. You're not totally, doing it. They're yeah. not helping, yeah. too. And by the third, it's like, babies cry babies cry sometimes and sometimes you do your thing and then they still cry and it's not you and if you can just kind of lower those expectations of yourself of their response to you doing your thing and everything like it's just a happier place so have you found that as you've evolved as, as a mom as well yes absolutely I feel like the more kids you have the cooler you get in some ways you just get more chill They'll be fine, really. I remember 
with my first, I'd write down every single minute of when, what side he nursed on, how long, what time he went to bed, when, I mean, I had pages and pages and it was crazy. <laughs> and with this one, I'm like, did the passy drop on the floor? Just lick it and pop it back in. He'll be fine. And I think in many ways, the baby kind of feeds off of your stress level sometimes. I also think babies come with their own personality from day one. So some babies are more fussy than the others. Some are more chill than the others. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with how you're parenting them or if you swaddle them correctly or if you nurse them to sleep or if you let them fall asleep on their own in their crib and you're training them. There's so much that is going on in a new mom's head of all these worries. And with baby number four, I feel like I was able to kind of get control of those worries and just hold him and love him and know that it's going to be okay. And I enjoyed those times, um, those first couple months much more than I did for the first time around. Cause I mean, you're stressed, you're trying to figure out what to do. And I will say, I think that the transition from zero babies to one baby for me is way harder than one to two, two to three, three to four, whatever. Agreed. Because you're learn. It's all new. It's all new. And yes. I think yeah. being a stressed out first time mom, it, that's part of the drill, and that's okay. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> right? And even you're with, normal. And even with this advice, like telling you, you don't need to be as stressed as you are. Telling you, you can lower your expectations. You can't really force that. <laughs> you gotta it just. It's just a rite of passage. It's just a rite of passage to be a first time mom and to have a dependent. Like that's just kind of the way it is and I'm really sorry but you can trust the moms ahead of you that it does get easier it's not always like this and any way you could decrease the expectations you have on yourself for your baby the better I loved that episode with Leanne I'm linking it at extraordinarymomspodcast.com if you want to go back and listen to the whole thing Episode 355 was with Christy Wright. I'm a longtime fan of Christy Wright the business boutique the work she does with Dave Ramsey She's just an extraordinary person. And every time I hear, you know, all she's doing and how she really started from just a simple yes, like showing up. And even before she was fully qualified to be speaking on stages, she showed up. And look at what she has built now. It is so impressive to me. And I think we can all do that in the context of our own lives. But we are talking in this episode about taking back your time. That's the theme of her new book. And it's so important that we are able as moms to prioritize the things that are most important to us and to pour out to the ones we love most from a full cup, not an empty vessel. And so here's what she says about taking back your time. Well, it is. It's such a struggle because time is so finite, but we also have this deep desire to feel good about how we spend our time and we almost never do for some reason. Um, you know, when I travel all over the country, everywhere that I go, I'm asked the same question. How do you balance it all? How do you balance it all? Whether it's a full-time job, a part-time job, a business, all your responsibilities, how, how do you balance it all? And I think that sometimes we don't even know what we mean by that. We don't even know what balance is. We just know we don't have it. And so it becomes this moving target. It becomes this shadow that haunts us. And we, you know, most of our days are filled with guilt of, you know, I'm failing here, I'm failing there. And so that's the reason when I wrote this book, 
this is not a productivity book. This is not a book about how to multitask and be more efficient. It's not that. Because I don't believe that's the solution to our, our the cry of our hearts for this idea of balance. I think we're actually asking a different question. I think what we're really asking is, how can I feel peace even in the chaos? How can I be proud of how I spend my time? How can I be happy in my life and confident in my choices when I say yes or no? How can I feel good about that? And, and I think that if we can dig to the deeper issues going on below the surface of time management and we solve it there, then that problem doesn't keep creeping up like it is right now, where no matter what we do, we feel like we're doing the wrong thing. And no matter how we spend our time, we feel out of balance. And so um, that's the reason I wanted to re reclaim this word. And I love the subtitle of this book. I'm just like so excited about it because it's so accurate. It's the guilt-free guide to life balance. Because I think guilt is such a big piece of how we feel about how we spend our time. And certainly as moms, oh my gosh, it's like your baby comes to the world and with that baby comes guilt. <laughs> so exactly. I wanted to help women and men but specifically even women uh, really figure out how to shake the guilt and be proud of how they spend their time. So do you feel confident in your yeses? Do you feel confident in your noes? If not, let 2022 be the year where you develop more confidence in your decision-making abilities so that you feel more in charge of how your life is laid out. We don't control our circumstances. We don't control our challenges. We don't control so much, but we get to decide what we say yes to and what we say no to. And that can be such a gift. Hey everybody, I want to jump in real quick and thank a show sponsor and that is Skylight Frame. You've heard me talking week after week recently about Skylight Frame and it's because I literally love it so much and I myself have given it as a gift to my grandparents. With the holidays right around the corner, maybe you're scrambling for last minute gifts or there's somebody far away and you're looking for a really meaningful gift to give them, try Skylight Frames. Please, please, please. This digital remote upload picture frame is the gift that keeps on giving because you don't have to physically upload the pictures. You have a special email address that is linked to the digital frame that may I add is so easy to set up because I couldn't even be with my grandparents when they set it up because of the quarantine. And so it's so easy because you literally just set it up in 60 seconds. You plug it in, you touch the screen, connect it to your wireless network and enjoy. I would recommend uploading pre-uploading some pictures so they have instant pictures, but then you can use the email address and upload new photos constantly. You can also give that email address to other friends or family that also want to add pictures to that frame. So I gave it to all my cousins and they loved getting pictures of their grandkids from across the country. It was such a cool thing. It's a gorgeous 10 inch touchscreen. The clarity is amazing and they love going through them. Plus, there's a 100% money-back guarantee, and so you are going to love it. I know you will, but if you don't, they have that guarantee for you. So now, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code MOMS. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code M-O-M-S. Moms. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Promo code Moms. Alrighty, episode 339 with Courtney Brown was one of my all-time favorite episodes ever, not just in 2021. 
But you guys, Courtney Brown from Sense of Style is the real deal. And not only is she extraordinary as a business owner and what she's built that way, she has some really tricky stuff going on in her personal life with her kids. Some that she has shared, some that she hasn't. But the things that she has shared is in hopes of letting others know that they are not alone, that mental health struggles are real, and that you are equipped as their mom, and yet sometimes it's a matter of finding the right resources to support them that is the true answer and the true level of support that we can offer our kids. So here is Courtney talking about how we can support our kids and how she looks at challenges in life. We are equipped for that. We're equipped for that and we'll get inspiration for that. I agree. And if um, nothing has taught me that more than, I mean, I have two children that I do not share biology with, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, we, and I have no doubt in my mind that they were meant to be in my home with me for a specific reason or reasons. And I've watched it unfold. And it's so fascinating because, okay, this comes back to being the achiever and it's going to make me emotional. But um, I learned early on in life that I could achieve my way to basically anything. If I worked hard enough, if I used my brain, I cannot achieve my way into healing my daughter's mental health. I literally have to surrender. I have to surrender to love and faith and hope and God. And I think that is my lesson. I'm sure she has lessons to learn from me, but that's my lesson that I get to learn from her. Early on, it was I didn't get to choose what she wore, right? Or how she did her hair. And that's really funny because I own a fashion brand, right? (laughs) And she's very adamant that she does not like sense of style. (laughs) And very. And if you know B, she wears eccentric clothes and um, does her hair very interestingly and walks around with a wand. And she's absolutely creative and fabulous. And I have to surrender to who she is. I do not get to make her into anything. How many times do we just want our kids to comply, right? And I think one of my biggest takeaways from 2021 is that, again, this theme of not being able to control things and yet accepting certain things that just are, like we cannot control our kids and our kids are not a reflection of us. And yet believing that we can love them, love them, love them perfectly as they are, right? And so if you are struggling with one of your kids right now, listen to Courtney's words. And if she can have a fashion brand and have her daughter want to go the opposite direction of that and accept that, you can do it too. You can do it too. And I say that, you know, we said that kind of in jest, but it is absolutely the perfect example of just enduring and controlling what you can control and loving everywhere else. On episode 335, we talk with Courtney Rich from Courtney Beyond the Cake, 
of that podcast of Cake by Courtney. She is truly extraordinary in so many ways. And I love this episode with her because we talk, of course, about cake because that is so fun. And she has a new cookbook out, which I think you should get because I just got it and it is beautiful and so fun. And I can't wait to make a cake myself. But that's besides the point. We talk about perfection failure, learning from failure, and modeling for our kids and letting our kids into how we process difficult things. And she talked about a story about having a really hard time with a recipe, not getting it right, and bringing her daughter into that and feeling like, you know what, this is an opportunity for me to model. When the going gets tough, I can keep going. And this is what she had to said about learning from your mistakes and letting your kids in to those hard times. And Avery was a part of that and she saw that. And my kids have seen me cry. They have seen the cake boxes come to an end after putting so much time and effort in it. And and just so many other little things, but they've been there for big successes too. And we can all share in the joy and the sadness together. But I think them seeing, I don't know, because I grew up feeling like my parents were perfect. And it wasn't until the end of high school when they were getting divorced that it dawned on me that they were not perfect, that they had some issues. And I don't want my kids to be 18, 19, 20. I don't want them to go another year thinking that their parents are perfect. I want them to think their parents work really hard. They love us so much and they're always trying and they're always trying to be better and that they're learning. Those are the things I want my kids to remember because I don't want them to ever feel like there is any kind of pressure to be perfect. And, and I think I felt that way a lot looking at my parents because they're incredible and they were some of my the best examples and they are my heroes. Um, but I, I don't know. I just very much want my kids to know that, that we fail, but we get back up and failure is feedback and it's, you know, the lessons that will help us to, to grow and be our strongest. Isn't that so, so good? I remember when I was early in my motherhood and I felt like I needed to have it figured out. I needed to read the parenting books to know what to do when certain things happened. And if I did certain things, then would my kids respond a certain way? (laughs) Well, if you've been a mom for any length of time, you know that's not the way it goes. And you know that parenting helps can also be great. These tools, these resources online and parenting books, they can be really helpful as tools in your toolbox. But ultimately, we want to model not only great parenting and intentional parenting and loving parenting and patience and all those good attributes, but we also can model when things don't go well, how we work through it, how we repair, how we ask for forgiveness. And when we do that, that is just important to teaching our kids as it is to do it right the first time. You guys, 2021 has been an incredible year for so many reasons. I'm shocked at still how hard it was as well as a spillover from 2020. And I am just so hopeful that 2022 will be another year of incredible opportunities for growth, for learning, for perspective. I hope that some of the normalcies and the ease of life will come back. There are you know, still things that are incredibly restrictive as Americans right now. 
And yet we can choose to focus on those things or we can choose to focus on the good. We can choose to focus on others. We can choose to continue learning and uplifting and serving and loving and pouring into our kids. If we can do that, we're going to be okay no matter what happens in the world. And I'm determined to make 2022 great. That number doesn't roll off my tongue yet because it just seems so far-fetched that we're already here. But I hope that these episodes give you some fuel to go back into the archives, listen to these full episodes. And if not, I hope these snippets were just little reminders of what is most important. The reminders that no mom has it all figured out, that no mom is doing this job easily. Extraordinary moms are not perfect moms, but we are moms that are intentional in our pursuit of loving our kids, showing up for them no matter what, and continually learning and helping them to do the same. That makes you extraordinary. So, Merry, Merry Christmas. I love all of you for listening. If you follow me on Instagram at jessicadalquist3, you might have noticed that I put up a story a few weeks ago that said, we reached 3 million downloads this year. And I am just so proud of this little engine that could of a podcast. I started out by Googling how to start a podcast just after Jackson was born. And that will be six years ago in January. And I just can't believe we are still going. I can't believe that I have another baby. I can't believe I've lived in three different places. Um, A lot has changed since I started the podcast. And yet my goals and my love of these conversations and my continual inspiration that comes from hearing from these extraordinary women on my show I'm just as excited as ever. And so I have some exciting things planned in 2022. We'll have a lot of repeat guests because a lot of these women I talked to five years ago now, six years ago even, and I would love to have them back to see where they are now and what they have continued to learn over these past years of mothering. So you'll be seeing some familiar faces, hearing some familiar stories and new updates from the people that you love the very most. And then I'll also be featuring also some new extraordinary moms, of course, that you haven't heard of. So it'll be a fun mix. So enjoy your holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hug your little ones. Enjoy every moment. If you feel like your calendar's too busy, go ahead and decline an RSVP if you feel like it's just one too many parties. <laughs> That's okay. I'm giving you permission to do that. I love you guys. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you next time for another episode with another extraordinary mom. Bye.